Halloween ends has and I think it's to save the franchise for me is um we see Michael's cock oh that would be just, awesome you know like you expect them to like take the mask off but he actually takes his jumpsuit off <laughs> oh no <laughs> and it's just hanging there that that's the twist is that Lori hasn't really been trying to kill him she's just been oh, trying yeah. to get him like horribly maimed so that she can like do her have her way with him oh god yeah oh so he's like yeah, defenseless Lori's she... the villain <laughs> i was like oh god please <laughs> little do we know that that night in 1978 halloween for her was uh, the most erotic night of her life that sounds like a cronenberg movie <laughs> something so traumatic happened to her her brain sexualized it <laughs> and now she's after that thrill again. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crash or some shit like that. Reminds me of um, Titan. Yeah, kinda. Oh, that that car crash. She'd be no. fetishizing it. Michael's asexual though, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh god, that guy's never gotten an erection. If he has fucked anything, he's probably fucked like a dog. <laughs> He fucks no, and eats dogs. It's scarier because, like, imagine, like, uh, it, like for us, like, a serial killer does something, and you're like, okay, it makes sense because he had a boner while like killing someone. Mm. But Michael doesn't. That's what makes him scary. Uh oh. Huh? He's not a sexual being, and that's horrifying to us. That's horrifying. <laughs> now i'm just imagining michael with like it like in his room with like an asexual flag on the wall oh god <laughs> that's all he wanted in that room that's why he was staring out that window yeah he's just just thinking about having an asexual flag but he doesn't know how amazon works <laughs> he doesn't know how amazon works <laughs> and he, he's been trying to understand reddit <laughs> Well, the reason I wanted to talk about Halloween, you know, mm-hmm. was because there have been a lot of rumors swirling around in the Halloween community about what this next Halloween movie is going to be. Mm-hmm. Halloween ends, I'm talking about specifically, mm-hmm. and how it's rumored that COVID will play a part in uh, the plot of the film in some way, whether yeah. di- whether directly or indirectly if it's metaphorical or literal is what oh I'm you know it'd be so fucking stupid is <laughs> they all wear michael meyer masks Ugh. instead of face masks why would they do that though i mean why would they chase around a mentally ill man in the last movie for 30 minutes <laughs> You when know. it clearly looks nothing like Michael yeah, Myers. Yeah, logic is thrown out of the window. This is the Halloween franchise you're talking about. It, it's so weird that a whole town can be obsessed with a guy and have no idea what he actually looks like. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure like Michael Myers would be iconic in Haddonfield. 
Oh yeah, his, his like mugshot when it got booked would be everywhere. I'm sure you'd be, be anyone yeah. in that town has probably seen it a thousand times. And everyone would probably be like terrified, and that's like a local like legend, and it'd be a big thing. Mm-hmm. But oh, this 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 bumbling fool that can barely make out words. Yeah, <laughs> let's all lynch him. That's the guy who killed like six teenagers on Halloween night. The Halloween, he's like a six foot guy, like kind of built guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's kill this guy that looks like the penguin. Yeah, and throw yeah. him, throw him out of a building. <laughs> <laughs> I love how like that's like the the plan. I'm just imagining all of them like the townspeople, just like yeah. So we're gonna go up there. Um, we're gonna get this guy. We're gonna pin him down. We're gonna beat the shit out of him, crowbars, and we're gonna throw him out the window. <laughs> yes. <Sound good? laughs> all right. Yep. Sounds good. Let's go. <laughs> Evil dies tonight. All right, guys. <laughs> I saw a deleted scene from that whole hospital sequence where mm-hmm. it was like it was like Lori looking at all of the people freaking out and like running around looking for that guy and she's like oh this is Michael's masterpiece and it's oh, like fuck that's you. so cringy that's, that's, that's something out of like a Lars von Trier movie yeah it's a rough Jack is like narrating over Michael and he's like the way he causes chaos is archaic and beautiful, <laughs> unlike anything we've ever seen before in this world. <laughs> Only can be done through the power of taking one's life and the fear it instills. <laughs> and then cut to some like classical music playing. <laughs> Just Michael posing naked for some reason. That's very accurate. And a slow motion yeah. sequence with classical music playing. Yeah, slow motion sequence. Yeah, Michael Myers is in some, like, recreating some classical painting. <laughs> oh, God. I'd watch I'd watch a Halloween movie directed by Lars von Trier. Is there a classical painting of, like, a woman having sex with a man? That's I'm pretty sure that's most classical paintings. Well, you could just recreate one of that, but it's slow motion Laurie like riding Michael, and he's on the ground, yeah. like bleeding out. And then you have uh, Loomis narrating in Von Trier fashion. <laughs> oh no! Like, the fear attracts her to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's pure evil, but in it, her it eyes, it attracted me to elation back in the day. <laughs> Back in my day, I was hooked on Michael. <laughs> He's like a drug to me. I pretended like I wanted to kill him, but really I wanted to unzip those overalls and see what was underneath. Oh, God. Wouldn't he, wait, no, he would have talked to him when he was a little boy. Well, maybe maybe that's when the interaction started. All right, we're started. ending it here. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, well, well, what I wanted to say was that um, it was relating into this movie. Okay, okay. Because, you know, people are horrified at the idea of, like, Halloween ends using, like, COVID as, like, part of its plot. And I've always said uh, the idea of that I don't have a problem with. However, based on on how Halloween Kills went and how that was written, they would, (laughs) like, horribly fuck it up or do it in a really ham-fisted way. Yeah, and, it would be very in your face, I feel. Right. And I was thinking while watching this, I was like, you know, this is a really good way to integrate that kind of COVID type storyline and do mm-hmm. social commentary about it. Yeah. Um, 
and also make like a, a compelling like story and a horror movie no less out of it um and of course we're talking about the sadness which is our film of the week for this yeah. week and i i will say um that of all like the covid movies to come out or like i'll, I'll even include shows like things that include covid i would say uh that movie kimmy and this movie are the only two to do it well that oh, i've seen Ki- kimmy is a hbo movie yeah it's really good oh okay it's and really it's that, good. It's that girl who played Catwoman, right? Yeah. The, yeah. I yeah, saw it's an awesome movie. I recommend it. I have to watch that. Yeah, it's like super short, super concise, just quick to the point. It's awesome. Nice. I, I It looked interesting to me because I like that actress, but like mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if it was actually good. But now that you no, recommend yeah, it, I'll really, definitely watch it. Really well done movie. Oh, okay. Um, and it's like COVID, and it's like the first movie that I saw where it's like doesn't explain what's going on you're just like you see it and you're like oh yeah this is like this is you know 2021 mm-hmm. like they, there's no like news report going the virus is spreading you know and stuff like that to <laughs> let you know this is a coven movie you're like okay she's working from home okay you look outside people have masks it's like oh okay right also uh, it's like I- incidental it's just so like that's not like the main uh, story it plays into the the plot oh okay gotcha uh, but it's not like uh it's 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 not heavy-handed i think i think the situations they in wouldn't be in if it weren't for covid mm-hmm. um but it very plays into because she's an agoraphobic um oh. so so like you know she doesn't like to leave the house and stuff like that so on top of covid that's scary uh but I mean, I could go on for a long time on why I like that movie, but uh, let's talk about our other COVID movie, um, which is The Sadness, uh, the new new Shudder original. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess this one like uh, came out in 2021, but due to COVID, it got like a weird release. And I guess this is now like the new release, which came out uh, like last week. Uh, and oh. The Sadness is a Taiwanese uh, wh- wh- zombie film. Do you consider this a zombie movie? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I, um, this movie for me, um, feels like the first original zombie movie in a while. Mm hmm. Since, like, One Cut of the Dead. I feel like we haven't, we don't get a lot of original zombie movies anymore. Uh, and for me, I, I used to love zombies. Uh, like mostly when I was in high school though yeah. back when I thought anything was cool but I thought it was just like really like cool idea a lot of interesting stuff but when you watch enough you realize it's always the same idea as just getting refiltered and that's why this was sort of a breath of fresh air uh, not so much in the zombies themselves but also I think how it's handled like the brutality of it Mm-hmm. because you expect you know it's like a given it's a zombie movie you're gonna have gore i did not expect this level of gore <laughs> oh yeah yeah i was surprised and, how how bloody it got and how much blood there was <laughs> yeah this might be one of the goriest zombie movies i've ever seen oh yeah yeah uh, 
And uh, I looked it up. All the effects were practical. That, they didn't I thought use they like were. any it looked, CG. It looked all really, really good. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, so um, another thing that I thought was weird, and I was noticing it throughout, uh, is, is this, well, this is directed by Rob Jabaz, who is a Canadian filmmaker. Uh, and this this was his first movie. So good good job, Rob. You did a good job. Is this that guy's um, first movie? Holy shit. This is his first movie. He's done wow. like short films, but this is his first feature length. God damn. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, I don't know what it is about like horror directors like debuts are always like really strong. Uh, yeah, Robert but, Eggers and. Yeah, Ari Aster. Yeah, Ari Aster too. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think people are just very passionate about the horror genre. So when they're like doing it the first time, they're like, we're going to get it fucking right. Mm hmm. But uh, yeah, so he's a Canadian filmmaker making a Taiwanese movie. Really? Which I'll I'll get into that um, once we get talking about the movie. Um, because I think it, for me, it made certain things a bit jarring. Um, mostly because I've, I've watched like a lot of Eastern movies. And this yeah. feels like a blend of like Eastern and Western. Which is probably directly because you have a Canadian filmmaker writing and directing. Right. Um but but essentially uh the sadness is about a couple in Taipei and there is a virus going around. They don't say it's COVID. Uh but it's basically COVID. And but what's different and this is where I teeter on whether or not it's technically a zombie movie or not is that basically what the virus does is it connects the two parts of your brains where it's of sex and violence. So it basically makes you like an uncontrollable sadist. Mm -hmm. Which I think is a very interesting concept. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. It's kind of like, it's like crazies meets a zombie movie. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, actually. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because it's like, because like, they're not like brainless zombies. Like they're, they're semi-intelligent but I would just say they're more like they're completely driven by just sexual desire. Uh, and we know that people can do very bad things when driven by that. <laughs> <laughs> very bad things. Very bad. Uh, yeah, so we basically we have our couple, um, you know, they go to work and go their separate ways. And then the outbreak happens and they have to get to each other. And it's a very simple plot, but I think... Uh, the subject matter is executed enough to like kind of carry the plot yeah for me yeah that's what i like the most about it is that it's it's such a simple movie but like it's not like there's not enough going on plot wise it's Mm -hmm. like because i think what really helps the movie is early on you get that emotional connection between our two characters the boyfriend and girlfriend um and from there, once they get separated, that's what is kind of driving. That what drove the movie for me, at, at least, was yeah. hoping them to get for them to get back together, hoping that they'd get to see each other again, and like all the other stuff along the way was great because it's like you could see the horrors of what's going on, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of social commentary throughout it. It's like it's a, it was a really well executed script for sure. 
Yeah, and I think, I mean, like, a lot of zombie movies are just like, okay, here's your characters, they're all gonna die. Um, Where this, you don't really have a lot of, like, main characters. And they're all pretty likable. Mm -hmm. Like, especially, like, I think the beginning's really nice, because they are really, at least for me, like, really relatable, like, living with your girlfriend and, you know, like, they wake up, it's all nice, they kind of get into, like, a little disagreement, but they don't, like, fight, really. Yeah. You know, it's just your typical kind of everyday thing. He yeah. has a nice talk with the neighbor. So, yeah, it's just like a really nice setup. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're, right. I mean, they're both likable. Yeah, and you, you kind of get to... You really get the... Um, you, re- you really understand them as people just from that short scene that they're in. And, yeah, like you said, their they're, they're living together relationship is like very relatable and accurate to what I think a lot of people go through. Which mm-hmm. really helps um, show how like close they are and how much they love each other and yeah, yeah. Because I, I feel like a lesser um, movie would have them like fight in the beginning, you know? Oh, like yeah. like she planned a vacation, but he has a job, mm-hmm. and then then they get separated. And the whole movie, he's like, "No, she's mad at me." ah like i don't want her to be mad at me and then die of zombies <laughs> and then of course when they they get back together he's like i'll cancel that job and i'll go on vacation to you oh, with you you know like they resolve the fight in the beginning and he has, he has a talk with his sidekick in the middle of the movie where he's like you know what the last thing i said to her was yeah i called her a bitch yeah <laughs> oh my god i'm a terrible human being i want i want to i want a movie where the guy before like the girlfriend gets separated he says like actually like the worst thing ever like just something completely unredeemable something that would ruin their relationship forever he's like i can't (laughs) believe i called her and then it's just like 10 seconds of just beeps (laughs) and you never know what he says that'd be awesome and then the sidekick's like oh my god they have to part ways. The psychic is horrified. Yeah, like you, you expect the psychic to stick with him throughout the movie. Yeah, but what he said was so bad he just can't go along with him anymore. He's like he's out of there for the rest of the movie. Yeah, he's like no, I'm I'm going. I'm going my own way. <laughs> I I can't be with you. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but um, as we said, this movie is it's basically COVID. Um. There are people like, you know, wearing masks. They're talking about like lockdowns and stuff like that. Uh, But one thing that struck out to me, uh, which is where I think the Western director comes into play, is how kind of the everything mirrors very similar to what was going on in America around this time. Mm -hmm. How there's a presidential election and it seems like half of the country is split on whether or not the virus is real or it was created by the president's opponent and stuff like that, which is very similar to America. Yeah. Which I thought was very odd in like a Taiwanese movie. I was thinking that because uh, I was like, this seems like shockingly accurate to the US. And I was wondering why. And now that you're just saying that it's a Canadian filmmaker doing yeah. a Taiwanese movie. That makes a lot, a lot of sense. And then I, and I was honestly thinking there and I'm like, are us Americans so self-absorbed that I think this is about me? <laughs> right. 
I was having that moment. And I'm like, no. And then when I saw, yeah, he was Canadian, I was like, oh, okay, who? All right. I'm not that self-absorbed. But I mean, I mean, honestly, I think what happened in America basically from like 2020 to 2021, probably like the world knows and is somewhat, you know, we're, we're kind of the, the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. We're like an example of like what not to do <laughs> in these situations. So I it wouldn't almost, be surprised if yeah. even a Taiwanese filmmaker decided to use that as kind of like, because I mean, it really does show and there's even scenes where like civilians will fight, like even though there's this giant overhanging problem of zombies murdering everyone, they're still fighting amongst each other over dumb political beliefs. Mm hmm. Yeah, especially people are like this virus isn't real. Meanwhile, they're all locked down in a hospital because they just watched someone eat a man's face. <laughs> so, so that true. is definitely very American. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it never does it like bad. Like it's no, never too, never too heavy with it. Yeah, it's never too on the nose. And I think it helps that as well that the the virus isn't like actually covid it's called like the alvin virus i think yeah in the movie so it's like it's detached enough from reality and obviously covid doesn't turn people into zombies so there's that or as does well. it yeah maybe it does eventually we just don't know it yet yeah i saw pick no it's the vaccines that turn us into zombies oh my god <laughs> oh my they they gave us the one too <laughs> But uh, and then another thing, and this was my main interest in this film and why I wanted to watch it um, is because, you know, me, I like a good depravity now and then, you know, <laughs> I like the gore. I like bad things. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like challenging my brain. I like giving it challenging stimuli. <laughs> uh, and when I heard people were like the early reviews were like, they're like, this movie is like fucking depraved. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, a zombie movie depraved. What we're just gonna see a lot of gore, but no, this movie it was pretty. It was pretty sadistic. <laughs> oh yeah, in a lot of scenes. Yeah. Um, specifically, we we need to just get it out of the way. This is the one I believe that stuck out to both of us. Is a woman gets her eye hole fucked. Oof. Yeah. Um, which I think is a direct reference to Serbian film. Because uh, in Serbian film, he actually kills a guy by shoving his giant erect penis into his eye and fucking him to death. Oh, like wow. he literally skull fucks the guy. Really? Jesus. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure this was kind of just the vibe this movie was giving off. I can see Rob Jabaz being a very a big fan of the Serbian film. <laughs> I actually, because I was, like, trying to, like, do research on him, because I was like, so is he Taiwanese? You know, does he, like, live there? Like, why why is he doing this movie? Uh, didn't get that answer. I think he just moved there at some point, mm-hmm. and he lives there. But I found his portfolio. He does, like, digital art and, like, short films and stuff like that. Oh, really? Uh, he's an edgy guy. Oh, okay. I'll say that. Very, um, very nihilistic. So he just likes that kind of stuff. He, yeah, I think he's just an angsty guy. Okay, like, fair enough. Like, he has stuff, it's like art that says just like, you're worthless, and stuff like that. So, <laughs> oh my god. 
Yeah. Which, I mean, hey, power to him, you know? Um, when, and that, uh, knowing that kind of about him, I can definitely see that in this work. Uh, and and for me, I think all this stuff is great, and I think the scenes are handled really well. Mm-hmm. I, it might, sometimes I feel maybe a bit too much. Like, that's another thing with these depraved movies. Some of them try a bit too hard to be depraved. Oh, okay. And this, at certain points, kind of tips the scale. Um, but I don't think it takes away, like, any artistic integrity of it. But you can definitely see, like, when they're making it, they're like, let's make something really fucked up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so you're saying they're trying too hard with some of it, you think? Some of it. not, yeah. but, but it's executed well enough that it, it doesn't come off as bad. Right, yeah. Because, like, sometimes it's, like, really cringy where they're like, oh, okay. And, it, I mean, it's usually, let's be honest, it's the rape scenes. <laughs> and there was quite a bit in here. Oh, yeah, uh, there's a lot. They never really show much. No, yeah, thank God. But but that's another thing, is that the zombies, I guess, are also masochists as well. <laughs> because there's plenty of scenes of them, like, fucking each other. And, like, hurting yeah. each other. Yeah. Yeah, I remember one of them says at one point after, like, someone saves them yeah. from, like, getting, like, hurt. And he's like, what'd you stop? Major, why did you make them stop? I was about to, whatever, come. I don't remember No, he, he, he literally said, I was just about to blow my load. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I knew he didn't say come. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. He's like, what the hell, man? I'm trying to come here. <laughs> <laughs> relatable relatable yeah i hate when people help me right when i'm about to come <laughs> no yeah and they were like bashing his balls in with a pipe <laughs> too and that's why the guy was like oh i gotta help this poor man i know that he got like fucking picked up and just rammed into a metal pole yeah, rammed into a pole after they were like beating the shit out of him with baseball bats <laughs> yeah and he was like so like bloody his like entire face was like swollen Mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was brutal so i want to i want to talk about some of the the memorable uh gore here okay uh like it, and also what i like about this movie and i love when zombie movies do this is they get right into it like i want to say 10 minutes in we already got like zombie action mm-hmm. and i appreciate that because i hate when zombie movies are like expect you to be surprised when 40 minutes in a zombie shows up yeah and it's like no this movie's called like fucking zombie hell 2 <laughs> I know zombies are going to be in this. Don't give me 40 minutes of character development. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like in the beginning, uh, our main character's in a restaurant, like talking to his friend, and there's like old lady who's infected comes in and just takes the, the grease from the fryer and just pours it on the man's head. Oh, I forgot his, about that. Yeah, and his face is like peeling off. Yeah. And she's like pulling it off of him too. Yeah, that was it's awesome. And one one scene that I thought was like really effective was on the train. And 
it's like the typical like everyone on the subways like has like their uh you know their headphones in they're like staring down at their phone Mm -hmm. no one's paying attention and one dude just starts stabbing a guy (laughs) and like no one really notices and then he goes and stabs another guy and a few people notice and then like he's stabbing another guy but like the way he's stabbing him is so brutal too yeah yeah it it was very realistic like the the people's reactions to it and how it kind of slowly starts a panic and like he wasn't even going for kills either he just kind of would stab someone in a gut and then like move on and stab someone else maybe in like the side or something like he was just stabbing to stab and and then that was like very similar like more recently like in japan there was actually something similar like on halloween some guy did that exact same thing on like one of the the trains Mm -hmm. he stabbed like six people i think it was just like a pocket knife wow yeah and he was dressed as the joker oh great (laughs) yeah love that that's the power of cinema Love that for us as a human race. <laughs> no, but, uh, and I was I was thinking when that scene was going on, because it eventually gets crazy. Everyone is like infected and everyone's killing each other. And by the end, the train is just covered in blood. But you know what? That scene was a better version of when Leatherface gets on the bus in Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre, the new one. That's true. I didn't think about that. Because it's so many people locked in a tight space that's moving that they can't get out of while a madman is going around killing everyone. Right. And they do exactly what I mentioned in an episode where they all just rush him and pin him down. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what by that time it's too late because everyone else is infected. Right. Yeah. Uh, And then um, one part that I thought was hilarious was there like, like a president does a news report or not like a news report but like like an addressing the nation you know like you know call it like you know we have this under control blah 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 and then like his right hand man i guess is infected and like grabs the president and shoves a grenade in his mouth (laughs) and we get like a really comedic like cronenberg head explosion oh yeah that was i was like losing it at that part i wonder how they did that yeah, I, was, I don't know. It's probably like a model head. It looks really good. It did, yeah. I was thinking, because now that you mentioned, I'm thinking that they may have like filmed the guy, the actual guy, and then cut like right before the head explosion. Yeah, I'm probably. sure if you actually slowed it down, it would. You could probably see the. You'd probably see the fake head. Yeah, fake head for like a split second. That's not but guess, it, but it looked really good. It's just good. so funny because he had like the grenade in his mouth, almost like like you know, like they have like the the pig with like the apple. Oh, mouth, it looks kind of like it's like comedically like rammed in his mouth. Yeah. And he just like looks like dead in the camera like, uh oh, and then just <laughs> boom. And they're playing what I can only assume is like the Taiwanese like national anthem. Yeah. Yeah. That. Like the national anthems going on. Yeah. And then that causes like a huge thing in the hospital and the zombies bust in. And then I think the the one of one of the other big gory moments uh, is a woman who previously had her eyes or one of her eyes stabbed, like I guess gouged is a better word, mm. with a really sharp umbrella. So she has like an eye hole there. Yeah. Uh, and one of the zombies comes and she's stuck in a wheelchair, and he just rams his penis into that thing. <laughs> oh god and you can tell that was prob i for me that was the point where i felt it was trying a bit too hard 
Yeah. Especially because they didn't show anything. Right. It, it kind I'm, of felt unnecessary. Yeah. Like, he could have just killed her or, you know, done... I mean, there's plenty of other... People died in plenty of depraved, messed up ways. Right. In this, that I felt like that was a bit pushing it. Mm-hmm. But, you know what? They gotta, they gotta sell it somehow. <laughs> you know, true. now everyone's gonna go, yeah, this woman got her eye <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I get that. I felt that same way. I felt when that scene happened, I was like, this is, this feels unnecessary, but also shocking. So, I'm fine yeah. with it. <laughs> it's, it's very similar. Have you ever heard of, like, the August Underground trilogy? No. Uh, really fucked up movies. Um, but they are kind of the, what I would say, the textbook definition of a real edgy guy trying to make the most fucked up movie ever. Oh, okay. Where it gets to the, like, I watched, uh, I've only seen the third one, which I guess is, like, the most, like, depraved. And there Mm -hmm. were times where, like, I was exhausted, not from what I was seeing, but just kind of just this guy doing it. (laughs) Because you're, like, in the director's mind, you know? Oh, I see. Like, oh, wouldn't it be so fucked up if we cut this woman's fetus out of her? You know? (laughs) Shit like that. Like, you kind of get into his mindset. Right. And and that that th- these this was the moment for me where I was like okay, <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. fine. I I wouldn't say eye hole fucking is fun, but <laughs> oh, it okay. it wasn't comedic like Serbian film. Serbian film does it comedically. They did it comedically. What the fuck? Because it's it's so absurd. It's it's like such an absurd situation that it's like funny if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like it's so fucked up that you you can't help but laugh. Like what what other like your brain doesn't know how to comprehend what what it's seeing. So it's just like laughs, <laughs> right? You know <laughs> that that's kind of what it is. <laughs> okay, it's just uh, like so absurd that you have to laugh at it almost, even though what yeah. happening is pretty horrible and, and it's funny because like the guy in the serbian film he's like hopped up it, basically he's on like uh viagra they give to elephants that they want to breed that's essentially oh. what he's hopped up on okay and he also has like the biggest cock in the world that's like his whole thing he's like an ex-porn star because he had this huge cock right so and so he's like just imagine a man just super like hopped up like on a ton of cocaine just like yeah just fucking a man's head while he's alive (laughs) you know yeah and it's like cutting back to seeing that and then his face just like his teeth showing he's like ah just screaming oh my god yeah we'll watch serbian film sometime (laughs) will we hey that's up to you if you that one that's gonna give me nightmares i feel like it is i i don't think serbian film is as bad as people make it out to be it's definitely fucked up but i have seen far worse it's it's more of like an absurdist comedy Mm -hmm. a very very dark comedy (laughs) i would say (laughs) Uh, well but before we get into um spoilers of what the movie's about uh what overall what what did you think of it 
I I really liked it. Uh, this is definitely the best Shutter original that we've watched so far on this show, and the best Shutter, yeah. Shutter original I think I've seen. So you gotta, I gotta make a list for you because there are some really good ones. Well, you gotta watch Uncut of the Dead. Yeah, that's one that's, I definitely will watch. That's my favorite zombie movie, and that movie, I know you'll like it because I know both of us are very interested in like filmmaking and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the shit they did to pull off that movie is insane. Okay. And I'm not even going to tell you why that movie's so unique because I don't want to spoil the magic for you. But you'll know what I'm talking about when your mind gets turned upside down. Because <laughs> you've never seen a movie like it. Oh, okay. This sounds awesome. Yeah. Watch Uncut, One Cut of the Dead. That's your homework. I will. Um... I should have time this weekend, so I will definitely watch it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I enjoyed this. Um for me, I felt the I mean, while I think you're right, the plot is very simple and I think zombie movies greatly benefit from that. Mhm. But it felt a bit disjointed for me. Like I was way more interested in Cat, the girlfriend than I was Jim, the boyfriend. Oh, yeah. So sometimes when I was seeing Jim just... And, like, Kat had way more interesting stuff going on. Yeah, she did. She she had that conflict with the guy in the subway and everything. And... Yeah, she had, like, a personal, like, kind of thing going on with, like, an enemy. You have them in the train, her rescuing that woman, them mm-hmm. running into that guy with hentai on his phone. Yeah. Yeah, so through, I, through her, you get to see, like, that government broadcast and all that. Yeah. And, Meanwhile, yeah, Jim I, is just running around in the forest. <laughs> yes. Just fucking, he just finds people that are just doing horrible things to each other. Yeah. Yeah, so I, that, I could definitely see, like, them cutting down on the Jim stuff, for sure. Yeah. For for me, I mean, I was just more interested, I think, in what her, she was going on. So it felt just really disjointed when we went back to Jim. Mm-hmm. Not that I didn't want them to get back together or anything. I was just like, okay, I just feel like the flow was more on Cat's side. Right. But I mean, the effects were good. This is more one of the more original modern zombie films that I've seen. So that's that's always a plus. I, I mean, I just like any horror movies that are original. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, this and this is something that I know I really like in horror movies, and I think it's very off-putting for a lot of people. But how mean this movie is. <laughs> yeah. Like how unforgiving and punishing it is. <laughs> and like it's basically just like a mean spirited train to Busan. Oh, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Well, yeah, a lot more pessimistic version yeah. of Train to Busan. Yeah, that's for sure. It's not so much like, oh, you know, everyone's like in in this time of need, you know, we need to come together to fight. It's like, no, when shit hits the fan, everyone is going to fucking rape and kill each other. (laughs) You know, that's definitely the the perspective I got from it. And there's no happy ending for anyone. (laughs) And I'm usually a fan of those endings, so I was okay with that. But I know mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that don't like that kind of stuff or aren't really comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I like mean things. The more mean-spirited it is, the more interesting it can be. 
Yeah. I, I always I mean, find a lot of times I always like stuff where like where like there's like good characters, but they're like almost punished for doing the right thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean that happens a lot in this movie. Every time they try to help someone, their situation just gets worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah, like the the gym character, he he helps out so many different people and the dude just gets infected he gets his fingers like snipped off like <laughs> yeah it goes yeah he gets beat, shit. the shit beaten out of him yeah right yeah but i mean that's definitely um i think maybe kind of the take on how covid has affected everyone mm-hmm. it definitely at least in my opinion has probably split more people than brought people together yeah. And I think that was kind of the main takeaway from this. Yeah. I think even one of the characters outright states how horribly politicized. Yeah. No, he their, does. Yeah. The Alvin virus has gotten. And I mean, it's clearly really talking about COVID mm-hmm. and we're bringing it to our real world. Yeah. I definitely felt like the the infected people were like an allegory for like anti-maskers, anti-vaxxer type people. Yeah. Or like they just have no regard for like, they're like helping Human others. Yeah. yeah they they just want to, yeah. They just want to like fulfill their selfish desires. Yeah. And like they, I don't want to fucking wear a mask at Walmart for 10 minutes. It's like really, you can't, <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right. And you see, that's where I thought was in a really interesting where you have like a Western person making um, more of like an Eastern film. Um, Cause in the East, obviously they have a very different mindset about this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, considering that they've been wearing masks for like a hundred years. Yeah. Like when you're sick, say... you just wear it. Mm-hmm. So to them, when they're like, okay, there's like a mass virus going around, let's just, you know, mask up and, you know, be cool. They're cool. <laughs> um but not here <laughs> nope not here <laughs> not at all we gotta have we gotta we gotta fucking fight everything <laughs> we're fighters that's what we do that's our strongest trait we're just americans that's why we're just americans. we like guns we have better freedoms than you do <laughs> we have more freedoms the freedom to not have freedom yeah i <laughs> I have the freedom for you to take my freedom away and I'll fight back for my freedom. <laughs> and I will kill many people to do so. <laughs> All right, well, let's, uh, spoiler alert, going ahead, we're going to get into uh, the nitty gritty, just a quick overview of kind of uh, what it's all what it's all about. Um. So we have our main characters, Jim and Cat, which I also thought was really funny when they said the guy's name was Jim. <laughs> I thought maybe it was like for the the sub, they were like, "Oh, let's just give him like an American name." Oh, they like changed his name for yeah, yeah. but no, I guess it's just Jim. Well, probably <laughs> because probably because I mean, this guy wrote it in English, so he gave it you know a Western name. <laughs> uh. But yeah, they're in their apartment, you know, in the morning, he's making breakfast, she's getting ready for work, he has a chat with their neighbor, uh, which I thought, I was really impressed by their apartment layout, I thought it was neat how their balconies are, like, kind of connected, and their oh. front door is, like, in their balcony. Yeah. I thought that was yeah, cool. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. Their apartment was a neat apartment. 
Yeah, I wouldn't mind nice. living there. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he, you know, he's on a little his moped. He drives her to work, drops her off. I guess he's going to get breakfast at a, a friend's place. And then that's when the outbreak happens. And that's where we see the scene where the man gets frying oil dumped on his head and his face melts and turns all gooey. <laughs> And Can that, I just say how creepy yeah. that old lady looks? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, because, like, another thing is when the zombies, you know they're infected because their eyes are completely black. Yeah. And it's, like, this old lady, she's in, like, her, like, late night, like, muumu or whatever old ladies wear, you know? <laughs> and she's, like, she's got, like, disgusting, like, finger and toenails. Oh, and, like, yeah. long, kind of white, like, natty hair. Mm-hmm. And you can tell it looks like there's like throw up or something on her on her clothes. Yeah, she looks like she's been through some shit already. It it reminded me. Um, there's this Korean uh, ghost movie called Oh fuck, I'm gonna butcher the name. It's like Gojium Asylum. <laughs> but but if you look up that movie, there's a shot, and basically this girl gets possessed, and it like the camera kind of like fish eyes, and she gets like real close to it, and she's like like her eyes get really big, and they turn black like that, and it looks just like that old lady, and she's like making some noise, she's like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> it's really creepy. That yeah, it's super creepy. But it reminded me of that. <laughs> Yeah, so then, like, pretty much just this is, like, when, boom, big outbreak happens and, like, everyone in the street is killing each other. Uh, and, like, every time, like, he thinks he's safe, it turns out, like, they're infected and then everyone's chasing him on his bike. And he, and he gets back to his apartment trying to call his girlfriend. And that's when the neighbor turns out he's infected. And he takes garden shears and cuts off poor Jim's fingers. <laughs> and it's like yeah. his pointer and middle too like very useful fingers <laughs> oh and he even says because he cuts them off and he's like don't worry i'll finger your girl for you oh god and yeah. i was like ew yeah don't do that that was gross <laughs> oh yeah but but then jim jim's able to get away and we kind of see cat's perspective and she's on the train and she's just like reading her book and this creepy old man is like hitting I, I don't even know this is another thing where the old man I don't think did anything wrong but he was kind of being annoying yeah he, wasn't, he, he, he didn't wasn't do anything wrong her. but his reaction to her reaction yes. was wrong there you go yeah because <clears throat> he was she's just reading and he's like what are you reading she's like oh this book and he's like oh cool like not a lot of people read on the train. She's like, yeah, well, you know, I'm reading. And he's like, yeah, you seem like you're really focused on that book. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, I would be so pissed if someone said that to me. Oh, yeah. Especially in like a train in a setting like a subway. Yeah, just like, some stranger. Where literally no one wants to talk to each other. They're all just like trying to go home or go to work. Yeah, I see you're really <laughs> focused on that thing. I'm going to break your concentration and tell you how focused you are on that thing. <laughs> yeah, and then she kind of snaps at him. She's like, hey, I'm, I just want to read my book. You know, can you please like stop talking to me? And he's like, <laughs> I think you're beautiful. He like confesses to her. And she's like, um, dude. I want... So she like switches seats with a woman. And then the old guy just goes on like a rant. 
oh, about yeah. how like she's like a whore and all that and like no this one's nice all anymore. women are like that yeah all women it's he's like a 70 year old incel yeah i was gonna say the, the incel umbrella guy that's what i was gonna call him yeah he learned he, his grandson taught him how to get reddit on his phone <laughs> <laughs> what, what's this r slash incel <laughs> women are evil I've been saying that for 50 years. It's a shame that that place doesn't exist anymore. In uh, The incel yeah. subreddit, that was always so funny just to go to every once in a while just to see There's what's a lot going of on. Good cringe in there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and then that's when the, the train outbreak happens. We talked about everyone stabbing each other. It is like chaos. And it's super gory. There's like a point where one guy gets stabbed like in the neck. And just it's just like a fountain of blood, just everywhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and that's when our other character were introduced to Molly, uh, who I she seemed like mentally disabled a bit. She. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that was intentional or I got that vibe too from her. Like it's because like she was like on the train. It just didn't seem like she could function by herself. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but she gets stabbed by that old man because he gets infected and stabs her eye out. And then they're able to get off the train and run. And as they're trying to run, some asshole sees them and like clo- tries to close the-, the gate to the subway. And they're able to slide under. And it's this kind of just like creepy, frumpy man who works, I guess, for like the city. Mm-hmm. And the government told him he needs to, you know, close everything. And Molly just punches him in the face which was awesome <laughs> and he's like hey i'm just doing my job <laughs> and and they're able to get to the hospital uh and that's when we see like the news report of the president getting his head exploded and she's able to our character cat is able to get the phone from that other guy who has a like a big big boobed anime woman as his background and he's, <laughs> yeah he's a little shy about it it was funny because it wasn't even like it didn't even show the anime woman's face it was just like a close-up of yeah. her boobs it was literally just her cleavage yeah yeah <laughs> and so she's able to like call jim and jim's like oh you know you're at the hospital okay i'm on my way just like be safe <laughs> and then that's when the zombies find her specifically that creepy old man uh, and that is when poor Molly gets her eye turned into soup. Yeah, with his penis. When that was happening, by the way, I was like, so I was hoping I was wrong. See, he took off her like eye bandage, and I was like, oh god, please don't. And he started unbuttoning his like pants, and yeah. I was like, oh no, please God, don't do it. <laughs> yeah and he did it they don't show and anything but you get the idea of what's I, it holds on him though pretty long enough to you know what he's doing right yeah and he even says later to cat when he meets her again he's like i fucked her eye and i was like okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> they really want you to know he fucked her eye <laughs> they, they were like were we being a bit too vague on that no <laughs> Yeah, but basically, uh, Cat is able to run uh, from him, and she eventually hides 
and the old man is chasing her with an axe and she's able to get like a fire extinguisher and spray him and knock him down and she bashes his head in with a fire extinguisher <laughs> which may be another reference to another depraved movie irreversible where a man gets his face bashed in in a very similar fashion with a fire extinguisher mm-hmm. uh, so maybe a reference to that knowing this guy probably but yeah, and his face just turns into goop. There's just nothing <laughs> left of it. Yeah. It's, it's just a pile of the muck. I was laughing when it showed that camera shot outside of like, and it was showed those like two people over him. Yeah. And it was just like a giant like blood splatter where his head used to be. Yeah. And I was like, oh God, that guy is gone. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's like a secure door opens and a man in like a radiation suit pulls her inside and he's got a gun and he's like, uh, you know, attach yourself to this pipe. I need to make sure you're not infected. And he like disinfects her. And then he's all like, hey, you're gonna, I'm gonna inject you with the virus to see if you're immune because I think you're immune. <laughs> and then we can get out of here with a helicopter and you can save the day. Uh, and she's not too happy about this plan, but he does it anyways. <laughs> uh, and then I knew, because he starts monologuing, right? Mm-hmm. about how he's like i was right about the virus and no one listened I'm like okay this is a villain yeah i knew and- immediately once someone starts monologuing they do not have good intentions and he has he though his facial expressions are kind of unhinged uh-huh. and like that's part of like even when he's saying things that are kind of normal you're like okay something's not right with this dude <laughs> yeah just um yeah Un- undermined government employees are the most dangerous <laughs> apparently yeah so turns out she's not infected cool uh but i guess they were in the maternity ward and he knew and this was his words that they were going to come in and rape all the babies so he had to kill them himself <laughs> and he does that and i guess one of the babies was still alive and there was an evil trash can baby <laughs> that was infected i guess this is a this is another moment that i thought was like un, kind of unnecessary yeah or was like yeah, really, that whole bit was pushing did, it a bit yeah didn't you really need to like choke the baby out in the garbage <laughs> can it's like uh yeah and then later he's even like i'll be honest i liked choking all of them <laughs> like, okay dude that's yeah you're a fucking freak but uh yeah so they they go out and immediately they get jumped by zombies and one part which was actually a pretty pretty clever idea they they cut off like the front half of his foot and one of the zombies takes like the stump of his foot and just pukes on it oh yeah that was disgusting man holy yeah i couldn't oh just imagine Ugh, and the puke is like so gross. It's like yeah. brown and yellow. It it just it was the most disgusting throw up. I've Real ever sludgy. Seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, good way to get fast way to get infected though. <laughs> yes, instant infection. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, hey, that's pretty smart of that zombie. You know? <laughs> yeah. I can just imagine him like around the corner. They're like waiting, and he's like got like his finger like almost down his throat. He's like, is he coming? 
I'm ready. I'm ready. He's like, he's like, like cocking it basically. <laughs> I ate a shitload of Taco Bell an hour earlier. I'm ready yeah. to chug. I'm ready chug. to puke up all these acids. <laughs> so, yeah. So basically, then that infects that guy, uh, and our our girl kills him. Uh, but then Jim's here. Yay, Jim. All right, no, the guy didn't die yet because Jim shows up. Mm-hmm. And and Jim, it's clear he's infected. And the guy shoots him and he gets him like in the neck. Yeah. But Jim, Jim's a trooper and goes and kills the guy. And Kat's able to run and she gets behind like this like barred door. <laughs> and Jim is like trying to get in. And they do kind of like the moment where he's like, He's like, I missed you so much. I love you. And I want to cut your fucking tits off and skin you alive and fuck your corpse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's when I realized I'm like, this is, a, this is not a nice movie. No. Like, this is it's not very mean spirited. <laughs> very mean movie. Yeah, someone got bullied a bit too much. But, uh,. Yeah, and basically she just... I, it's safe to assume that she gets to the helicopter, but we don't know what happens after that. Because after I, I the door closes... I actually thought that she it. died. Because you it, hear... It she, does, she goes out there and you hear gunshots and screaming. But you also hear the helicopter. You but, do, but what, what I assumed was that they thought she was infected and they didn't mm. know who she was because they didn't see the doctor. You, so you may like, be right. Because she does go up some stairs, and when she opens the door, it's nothing but this bright, blinding white light. Right, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, who knows? Hey, that's up to your imagination. <laughs> I'm not as pessimistic like you. <laughs> no, I, I, want, I wanted her to get out, but I, I'm just being realistic. It, it definitely yeah. sounded like In line she with died. everything we've seen, most likely she was killed. Yes, and most likely she died. And I only say that too because, like, the guy dies with a smile on his face after saying that he wanted to like kill her, basically in horrible ways. Yeah. So I was assuming he was hearing that, and he's like, "Hey, hey, hey! I can die happy now. I'm fulfilled." Because that was his character arc. He had he wanted to have a purpose in his life. He wanted to have a purpose. He's like, "I just want my girlfriend to get fucking killed." Yes, by the government. That's literally what he says. Remember. Yeah. At, at the beginning he's like he doesn't have a job I don't even think and he's like uh, he's just working like random gigs yeah and then at the end he's when he's like has the Alvin virus in him he's like I have a purpose in my life and it's to kill you yeah <laughs> I just he's, and he specifically says I'm gonna cut off your tits yeah cut off your tits and like smash your face and skin yeah, you alive skin you alive and then like fuck what's left <laughs> yeah Real Man, horny that movie. Was brutal. Super horny. You know, horny if it's your first date, first date, you want to make it all the way, put on the sadness. It'll <laughs> oh, get the juices flowing. That's true. Women, they do, they do be loving violence. There is that blood orgy scene. <laughs> That'll really get the women turned on. Yeah. You want to see uh, a man and two women just in each other covered in blood (laughs) 
And it was funny because that fat guy was like watching him out of the corner because he was trying to sneak past. I thought he was going to get so horny, he was going to jump in. That's what I was thinking, too. I thought that even though he wasn't even infected, he would just want to do it. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, okay, hang on. Hang on here. I could join in. Hell yeah. Can I get one last load off before I'm torn alive? <laughs> yes. Can you guys pretend like I'm not here and just let me kind of like get in there some way into some yeah. fold? Can I just squeeze in? <laughs> it's like, you know, on The Walking Dead, how they like cover themselves in like zombie blood to like blend in. Oh, he does it's that. Like, <laughs> he strips naked and is like covering him. So he's like pulling like guts out of a corpse, just covering himself. <laughs> and he just kind of like, like tiptoes and he's like, oh, I'm a zombie. Oh, watch out. <laughs> what? Whoa, watch out. My penis is going to go in near that butt. <laughs> oh man i love to fucking kill too now let's let me fuck yeah. you <laughs> yeah i want to bash your fucking skull in while i come the only way i could come is if i'm taking another man's life am i right guys <laughs> suddenly the orgy just all stops and they just kind of look at him <laughs> it's like right huh <laughs> So that's um, the sadness. Very, very vile and depraved. I would, you know what? As as a connoisseur of depravity, th- this would get a this would get a stamp from me. Mm-hmm. This this would go on a list of like depraved movies. It gets my seal of approval. Yeah. No. Definitely. I, I I'm usually not into stuff where like the point of it is to be like exploitative or like depraved mm-hmm. but the, I, th- I feel like this had a good enough mixture of like actually like an actual good script with like compelling and likable characters with being, just like, hardcore horror yeah exactly and i feel like it, that, that it had a nice balance of that most of the time like we said yeah. there were a couple moments where i think it teetered too far and Pushes one the direction envelope. yeah but like overall i thought it was it was really solidly um executed definitely especially the best shutter a, film i've seen especially for a decorectorial debut oh yeah yeah i can't wait to see where he goes from here especially with the bigger budget it's like yeah probably be some really good stuff coming out of this guy yeah i assume hopefully something just as hardcore as this too yeah i hope so that would be awesome mm-hmm so uh, that was the sadness. You watch it on Shutter. I'm pretty sure it's exclusively on there. Um, Shutter, we like your movies. I'm still waiting to hear from you. Please, <laughs> please respond to our emails. We're desperate. Please, please respond. I've sent three. I'm like Stan. <laughs> These long I'm, emails where, where we talk about yeah. we just we just reviewed Slapface and like we, we i we i really liked it okay i like really really did <laughs> i really liked when he killed that rat yeah <laughs> i really liked in the sadness when that woman got her eye fucked i can talk about that yeah i can talk about whatever you want me to talk about please just respond to me <laughs> please please shuddy please <laughs> yeah. i included a semen sample in this letter Oh, God. Do with it what you will. <laughs> please use it in one of your depraved movies, please, God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine an IMBD trivia for some movie? Like, 
The semen in this film was actually used. Real semen sent in by a fan. (laughs) 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 They'll do that for the Chris Chan uh, movie that comes out. Are they doing that? No, God, no. Oh, okay. But if they do. A Christian-inspired horror film could work. Oh, 100%. It could work. I, I don't know who would even be the victims in that story because everyone is fucking awful (laughs) there's not a single good person in that entire arc just even even that that one like little instance in chris's life where bob his dad bob chandler would just be like sitting around just moaning in like pain that could just be a short film in, in and of itself a short horror film yeah, it's just just an autistic boy telling you what he's going to do on a date with you and how he's going to take you home after your date to McDonald's where you can watch Family Guy, meet his mom, and then you can have unprotected sex in his room while his Transformers watch. Meanwhile, you hear his father getting eaten alive by bugs going, oh. Is it true? Okay, people people have said in the community before, that in one of Chris's videos, you can hear Bob moaning in the background. Yeah, is that true? That, no, that is the one I'm talking about. He's literally talking to his current gal pal, um, his current sweetheart, about what he's going to do on their first date. Yeah. And his first dates that are always the same. They're going to go to McDonald's. They're going to take him home, take her home. Uh, she. They're going to meet his parents and they're going to watch Family Guy or South Park. She can go home if she wants, but if she wants to stay, they can make out in his bedroom and maybe do something more. <laughs> oh, no. It's, and then, yeah, he's like describing this as as Bob is moaning. <laughs> I'm just and then like the final shot of that movie after everyone's probably like fucking dead. It just pans on that plaque. That's in the sh- the shed at the Chandler house where it's it says Aww. like um yeah do you know what I'm talking about that I know plaque. what you're talking about yeah, yeah. it's so sad where, where it's, it's just like it's he's like, like uh, saying it was their inventors like little yeah their shed inventor or workshop mm-hmm. and it's like looking forward to the many inventions to come or something like that like Daddy's little helper mm-hmm. uh that would be uh, really sad I would cry. <laughs> No, honestly, the real horror uh, Chris Chan movie would be is just introducing people to Chris that don't know what it is. That's, <laughs> that's the real. That's horror. the whole movie. It's like the uh, the ring. Yeah, it's like a VHS tape you show people. Yeah, it's like you have this forbidden knowledge now. <laughs> no, I give it five years. Netflix will have a docu series on him. I I I don't know about that, but I I legitimately think. You could do a really solid like movie that is not like directly cataloging his life, but like inspired by, or like all the yeah. characters are different, and you could like change some things around and like to make it more dramatic. Like Sonic Boom you... did that. What's the Sonic? with the Sonic franchise? No, Sonic Boom did that. They they've literally put a character that is just like Chris in there. Really? Yeah. He's wow. like in, oh, no, he's not an aardvark. Is he an aardvark? But he's basically this kind of chubby dude 
uh, glasses, striped shirt. I think he has a medallion, and he's obsessed with Sonic. Oh, and he God. even has a line about his arms being blue. Jesus. So it literally is Chris. It is literally him, yeah. Jesus Christ. All right. I'm ending this since uh, we're talking about Chris now. Yeah, we could probably go on we, for another hour. <laughs> we need to have, I'm um, telling you, we just make a Patreon where we just talk about uh, Chris Chan and Morbius. <laughs> the and Morbius review. It. That'll happen eventually. Our Trust Morbius us. review. Once it's out on digital. It, it's eight hours long. <laughs> it's like, you know, those like very obscure like uh, video essays you see? I like like that one guy that made like an eight hour like documentary on like why Victor like Tori from Victorious is the villain. What the but it's fuck? just our Morbius review. <laughs> and it's eight hours long. And it's just us talking about how great it is the whole time. Yeah, yeah. We don't have a single flaw to say. And it's actually <laughs> us. We actually go on R slash film. And we look at people talking bad about Morbius and we respond to their criticism live. <laughs> and well, we don't give any like facts. We just call them fucking stupid. <laughs> We're like, you are wrong and an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like all art Reddit arguments are settled. <laughs> so... <laughs> You're laughing, but it's going to happen. I know. <laughs> I'm worried if we ever do something like that, no one, like, that's going to be, like, the first video of ours they see, and they think we're serious. Oh, about Morbius? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be fine. I feel like we could do it as a as there, a parody. People there, figure that There out. are worse things to be known for. That is very true. You know? The, that um, one guy who made that Miles Morales review where he's yeah. like uh what what did he say the something? um youth of a young black teen or something like that yeah no the uh, swagger yeah the swagger of a black a young black a black teen. youth a, yeah it's like oh god the, no i i got it now the exaggerated swagger of a black youth <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much i'm i can be called anything but as long as you don't call me an ign reviewer i'm happy (laughs) all right well that was sadness we recommend it uh thanks for listening and we'll see you next time